Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Thanks Divorce, and I'm your host, Janine Bell. All right, this episode is called Hear Me Out, where I share just a few radical ideas that just been swirling around in my mind. Just like anything I say, you can take it, leave it. It can be a grain of salt or pure gospel or somewhere in between. Completely up to you. All right, in this episode, you're going to hear five ideas. Here they go. Number one. All right, so boom. I think that people in relationships should live separately. <laughs> Here's why. Um, you know, it's just people need space. People need time to breathe. People need time to decompress. We don't need to be all up on each other all the time. And time, I think, is a great resource that we in relationships, specifically monogamous relationships, take for granted. And that we think that our time is really to be shared with our partner or our partner's time is owed to us. Like you should be calling me, thinking about me. When you come home to me, we sleep in the same bed together. That is our time. Those types of things are just a given when it comes to relationships. And if we just get real intentional about how we spend and use our time, I think we'd be in a great place. So living separately could mean you have two different bedrooms or you live on two different floors in the same house. Or you live on two different wings in the same house. And of course, the obvious one is to live in two different homes. Or it can be something just lower level where there's a quote unquote she shed in the backyard or the man cave. Like there, there have been signs of like, I need space forever. Everyone needs space. Everyone, the, the men's who go to, I say men's on purpose, who go to play golf, they're creating space for themselves. And the women folk, we have our things too. So if we can be intentional about living separately, I think that would revolutionize relationships. All right, that was number one. I'm quick with it. All right, so boom, number two. This is for the folks going through a divorce or a hard time. I think that you should, we should record the process. So if that means journaling, if that means doing a video vlog to yourself or voice notes to yourself, you pick your medium. It's up to you. So the purpose of recording your process is to have a record of like where you've been. And so months later, years later, you can look back and say like, man, it was really tough and I got through that. And maybe you can think about the process of getting through that or what you learned from the whole process and the end result is a feeling of triumphant. Is that a word? Feeling triumphant. Where it was hard. You were at your lowest low. It was tough. But you persevered. You got through it. You are better now because of it. That's all. I mean, and it's really hard to look back at yourself crying. Like, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say do that then. But if you have like an aha moment or if you have something that you're learning in the process or if you're just going through an emotion that's pretty tough, I think recording it is a great idea for the purpose of look at what I've been through. So this one is a recommendation based on my personal experience. 
a few weeks ago, I was cleaning up my home and I just had papers in certain spots that I'm not ready to throw away. I haven't filed it yet, etc. And so on this piece of paper, which is a receipt, actually, I have a note that is dated August 31st, 2020. And mind you, I moved out in March of that same year. And it says, I am done being, and I also have a dash living my life at the mercy of someone else's approval, good or bad. And good has a little dash, adoration, love, or affection. And then bad says, judgment, hatred, disapproval. This was a note that I wrote to no one. It was just a declaration that I made to myself and I dated it. No, I don't know what I was going through. Based on my handwriting, I probably was crying or I was enraged or whatever. But just seeing that note felt so freaking good. Just to see, like, this is when you decided. This is when you decided that you don't care about other people's approval. You don't care about anything. You just have to live your own life. So I highly recommend this one based on what it's done for me and the reminder that it's given me. And also the uh, suggestion for this is not to write it on a small piece of paper, definitely date it and maybe have a specific journal for these type of entries where you, you learn something, you write it down, you go on through this thing, you, you jot it down, you record it, it lives all in the same place. So you can see the progress and the growth and how far you've come. It's amazing. Again, take it or leave it. All right, number three, I'm just rolling through these. Now, I'm going to say the word should. I think I've been saying it. Should, in where I come from, is a very strong word because it's like I'm telling you how you should live your life. A better word is could. Uh, a better phrase might be you may want to consider or you might benefit from. But I'm going to go ahead and you should. On to number three. That one is marriage licenses should expire. Boom. Okay, so I think marriage licenses should expire uh, at like every seven to ten years, maybe, maybe ten years. And if you want to renew that license, then you do it. And if you don't, then it's like, okay, we did it. We did two full cycles. No harm, no foul. Thanks. Appreciate you. Good times. I, I love you. See you next lifetime, maybe. Like, it can be something just like our license expires or uh, our passports expire. Our marriage licenses, like, really could expire, too. That's my that's my two cents on that. And I said should. All right, and here's another should. Number four, first dates. I think first dates should be experiential. So like what we know of a first date is like, let's go to the movies. Let's go to dinner. Let's go out for drinks or like tea or lunch or whatever. Those are like blah, blah, boring. But experiential things like indoor rock climbing or if you want to do the real thing, go hiking together or do something real boring, but you can learn a lot, like go grocery shopping together. What type of person is this? You learn so much by watching people in action do a thing. 
like dates is like okay you're gonna meet the representative of who this person is and want you to see but like if you are hiking you get to see like does this person complain is this person long-winded does this person get very pensive are they funny do they tell jokes are they helpful uh if they trip and fall do they play it off do they try to act cool um you can learn a lot about a person through experiences rather than like the regular rigmarole, the regular schmegler things that people do together. And bonus points, if you can pick something that neither one of you have ever done before, because now you're both slightly uncomfortable. There's a lot of uncertainty because who knows if you're going to be, let's say, good at archery or um, if you'll be nervous or you'll be embarrassed if you do it wrong, axe throwing, whatever the thing is. Um, yeah, do some experiences, not the regular degula schmegula stuff. Yep, first dates should be experiential. I said it. And finally, number five, which is my favorite one. You are stronger than you think. And I mean that literally. If you notice, sometimes the voice in your head can be negative or cast doubt. And in essence, it's just scared. It's scared of something new. It's scared of the unknown. It doesn't know. So it tries to protect you and talk you out of things. So that voice is actually the thought. But when you actually do the thing, the take the action, take the step, launch the course, whatever the thing is, you are essentially proving that voice wrong. And sometimes you have a voice inside that's the inner coach, like, you got this, no problem, you'll crush it. But sometimes that voice is just absolutely wrong. Your actions will show you what you're capable of and not your thoughts. So the phrase, you're stronger than you think, or more brave than you think, or smarter than you think, it's a literal statement because when you put yourself into action and maybe quiet those voices, you will see that that voice of doubt or fear or of ego, whatever we want to call it, is wrong. And sometimes we believe it to be 100% true. You think, because I thought it, it must be true. And that's not always the case. So my last hear me out is a reminder that you are stronger than you think. All right, that's it. I did it. Hear me out, volume one. Just some ideas I had swirling around that had no real story or long podcast episode behind it. A little random, randomized sharing. And uh, here we are. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it and saying it. Um, send me your thoughts. What do you think about these things? I'd love to know. I'll sign off here. This is Janine Bell for Thanks Divorce. And I will see you next time.